Okay, this is a special warning for this podcast. Uh, Going to be talking about some racy stuff. So if you don't want to get totally grossed out or have your faith in humanity slash the country of Japan slash the art form of anime slash fat people ruined, then uh, maybe don't listen. But you're going to be missing out on one hell of a time. Uh, as fair warning, we're going to be discussing Apocalypse Zero. Truly one of the modern classics of the 1990s. I think we actually found an anime that was worse than Elfin League. <laughs> Maybe. Hello, my name is David Riley, webmaster, fan-service.org, frontbeat.com, the webcomic that will be visiting Otakon in a couple weeks with posters. Yes. I expect people to buy a hundred of them. <laughs> So I can break even, and everything after that is just gravy. <laughs> Good luck with that. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of not convinced that even the 100 are going to get sold. But, you know, life's about taking risks. Well, I mean, you can always keep them and sell yeah, through the website. it's not like posters go bad. So. Yeah. Uh, so much we learned through this podcast. I guess I want to talk, I wanted to talk about that fear demo, but Joel hasn't played it, and there really just isn't a lot to talk about. You wampum aliens. <laughs> And just in case you're confused, what Dave meant to say was pray. Fear? Oh, I said fear. <laughs> well, fear was all right. <laughs> not doing that again. Always forward. Yeah, I didn't. Uh, I didn't play it, but I've read uh, the posts via the interweb. You're a Cherokee Indian who gets abducted by aliens, and they're like, "Oh man, we have these portals that appear out of nowhere. When you walk through them, you're like." A totally different place. Like, there's a box with a portal in it. When you walk in it, you're not inside the box. You're in, like, another room ten miles away. But the problem is that's all they ever use it for. So it might as well just be a door. Because that's all it's doing. It's not like you can, like, jump in the portal and... I don't know. I can't even think of a single situation where the portal would actually be different than just having a normal door there. Was the portal really supposed to be that impressive? Or was yeah, it... this was like the big selling point of the game, was these portals and the gravity things that let you stick on the walls. But, again, those are really just there to get you to the next point and serve no useful purpose besides So them. they're not just randomly dispersed so you can do stuff like jump from wall to ceiling? Yeah, you can't do a cool Matrix move when you're Well, this is only the demo. Maybe they'll, maybe they'll uh, add that in. Apparently this is the... Well, the, the game's already out. It came out this week. Oh, in fact, right. today, I think. And people are saying that the game is about five hours long, and the demo was like an hour. <laughs> so Ouch. you gave me away a fifth of your game. I already know I got four out of the six weapons. And what really kills me, whenever you say you won't buy a game because it's short on the internet, people are like, you're stupid, don't judge a book by its cover. See, when I say I won't buy a short game, it's like, I, I'm not saying that I would not buy a five-hour game that was superlative. But I definitely would not buy a five-hour game that was just good. Well, I don't and think that's my concern. I think the length of the game is directly related to, to how quality. good it is. Yeah, definitely. If a game ends too soon, it's crappy. Halo Two. And if a game ends too late, it's also crappy. You really just gotta hit that middle ground. Yeah, I, I, I hate that argument. It's like, oh well, the gameplay was really good. 
I still feel ripped off. I paid a lot of money to be entertained for five hours. That's two movies. That's only twenty dollars. That's what I was gonna say. You always related to movies, and movies are getting longer and longer these days. Yeah, I feel like I should get something like seven to ten hours out of a fifty dollar game, but seven to ten great hours. Yeah, it like, better not be crap. Beautiful Joe hours, not Cold Fear hours. I put that game away in two days. Cold Fear. That it's that survival horror game that came out where you're on a boat. And there's zombies that are reanimated by crustaceans. You're like a coast guard. Oh, I remember that. Scabs used to play it too, right? No, he never got it. It's Ubisoft's attempt at making a survival horror game. But it's kind of like they tried to make Resident Evil 4 with Resident Evil 1 mentality. And it never really adds up. Oh, is that the one where you can like shoot things in the environment to blow them up? Yeah, basically everything in the environment. But there's no reason to. Because if you blow them up, you can't salvage the ammo. So... There's no reason to blow anything up. Yeah, that's pretty stupid. But my comment in reference to that was uh, it has that all too standard survival horror ending. <laughs> where, you know, you kill the big boss monster and they're like, hey, we won, let's blow up the base, kaboom, it's over. The ending cutscene, five seconds. Really? It's that. <laughs> it's like Resident Evil 1 all over again. Well, the, I don't know. Those ending cutscenes, that can't be the reason you play the game unless it's, like, story developing. Yeah. I'm not going to lie to you. I never really thought the Resident Evil games were big on plot either. <laughs> but this one was especially lacking. It's like the, the scientist who created the zombies is now, like, a really big zombie himself. But for some reason, he's the only zombie that remembers how to do anything. And he can still talk, even though the other ones can't. <laughs> Nice. And then they introduced him in the last five minutes of the game. So it's kind of like Land of the Dead, where they had like the one leader zombie who somehow recalled his humanity but still wanted to eat people, and I was supposed to feel yeah, bad, bad about them him. killing it. And then, you know, George Romero was doing this big commentary on minority people, and I'm just like, there's zombies that they want to eat Just you. let them live. <laughs> yeah, it's like, let them pass. They're just trying to find a place of their own. Yeah, they where they find can find a place people. at the bottom of my flamethrower. Because they killed John Lequizamo. <laughs> uh, he was actually pretty good in that movie. He's been getting better and better ever since the past in House of Buggin. <laughs> oh my gosh, House of Buggin. <laughs> oh, that is a reference and a half. Look that one up on IMDb. I Whatever. dare you. I'm not going to say I'm particularly old for being on the internet, but we are <laughs> in comparison. So us even knowing what House of Buggin is... 90% of our core audience doesn't. It wasn't that good. 90% of our core audience isn't even from this country. 90% of our core audience is about six people. Most of them from the Netherlands. Nice. The rest from Florida. Actually, I did get an email today. I wasn't going to bring it up except briefly, but a guy who's from PA, like our area, sent us an email. Basically, the rundown was Yingling is great, cheesesteaks are great, tasty cakes are great. We gotta and I can't get any of them in San Jose where I now live. Oh, man, I was going to say we got to hang out. Ooh, poor guy. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Tasty cakes are pretty good. God, what is with people saying awesome. tasty cakes? This, I got the same response yesterday when I was telling people. <laughs> I was like... Tasty cakes are awesome. Little, I'll go with the little chocolate donuts, but I'm not really a fan of anything else. Tasty cakes, uh, really. Those little peanut butter cake things are the business. But uh, thanks, Mike Powers. 
His name is Mike Powers. Yeah. Does he power our mics? Oh, oh snap! Wow, Joel. That You're comedic wits. <laughs> Quick segue into Apocalypse Zero. I Wait, figured. Were we done talking about Prey? Yeah, there wasn't really much to talk about. Alright. There's an Indian and he wop of aliens. <laughs> you already made that joke. Yeah, but it's just as good the second time around. I think we should talk about uh, how, I don't know, interesting it is to choose a Native American as your uh, your main character. I was actually kind of excited because I was like, you know what? I would like to play a game with a Native American as a main character. But they're all like, mystical spirit powers, embrace your tradition. Are you serious? That's yeah. what it's about? It's not. I thought it would be like... Take out these aliens so you can go get Oklahoma back from the white devil. It's time for you to experience your own trail of tears. <laughs> You're going to return with the alien mothership and empty out Washington. Everybody walks to Montana. I'm going to use this machine to resurrect <laughs> President Jackson. <laughs> then we'll see how his ass likes it. They could clone him from the $10 bill. <laughs> That's Hamilton. $50 bill. I don't think that's Jackson. That's you. <laughs> crap. Crap. Which bill is he on? He's not on any bills. Why would Jackson get a currency? He's on the $35 bill. <laughs> Famous because he invented central banking in the United States. That's what it... No. Who's on the 1000 That's Roosevelt. What? No, it's not. Who gives it... The $1,000 bill? <laughs> what were the, I think they printed one of those. No, there were a lot of them. There was a $10,000 bill, too. One of those had Roosevelt on it. Well, I can't remember. Well, no, the $10,000 bill was just some guy. It wasn't even the president. It was, like, the head of the Chamber of Commerce. Wait, Dave. God, this is all getting edited out. Dave, no, it's not, because I'm predicting the future. And I see in the podcast show notes pictures of these bills. They're on the internet. I'll find them. They're on Wikipedia. That's where I saw it. Really? Yeah. Wow, Wikipedia is stupid. It was a long Wikipedia-filled weekend. Because, <laughs> uh... Good, what, did your legs not work or something? No, me and Scabs were doing work on the comic. Oh, yeah. And I had to buff out our Wikipedia, and I was like, oh, crap, I don't know anything about guns. <laughs> <laughs> and somehow you arrived from guns at the... Well, that's how the Wikipedia works. You start on, like, Teddy Roosevelt and end on Uma Thurman, parentheses, naked. Really? Somebody could make it work. Uh, I just remember uh, when I first discovered Wikipedia was when I was looking up Japanese folklore, just because, I don't know, I had time and I was in the library. And uh, I would just click on all the different links, so I would never actually read an entire article about a specific character, mm -hmm. because I would just link Me too. to some other just one. Just go straight to the next one. Yeah. What I do now is I, I do the shift click, so it opens in another window, and then I just <laughs> tab to that one when I'm done. <laughs> Nice. But then I end up opening like four links on the same page. And nobody can tell me what thermal smoke is. I think I just made it up. I think all smoke is thermal. <laughs> Wait, how can it be thermal? Well, it's thermal created by heat. Yeah, but like thermal smoke would be smoke that only exists as heat. No, it has thermal properties. It's hot. <laughs> well, yes, I guess that it's, would be all smoke. It's for obscuring infrared vision. This is all bull crap anyway. Whatever, I'm writing a comment about it's robots the in the 2050s. Everybody has hover bikes powered by... Happy uh, thoughts it's, it's and tasty, sunshine. It's tasty cakes. They're powered by tasty cakes. They finally figured out a way to break... Another character pocket. powered by tasty cakes. In Apocalypse Zero, there's a big fat girl. And they spend 20 minutes on her and her nudity. Oh my gosh. <laughs> okay, so... 
I decided we should try and act a little more professional with the podcast. So maybe we can give like a little bit of the rundown of the story. Because otherwise we're just shotgunning these pure facts into the mind. And obviously the human brain so unprepared can't handle that kind of knowledge overload. Alright, now just as a little warning. So before... Be near a toilet or a trash can or some article of clothing you're not afraid to ruin. Because it is quite possible that these descriptions will cause you to vomit explosively all over what's ever near you. Buckle in, because it's time for me and Joel to drop some knowledge on you. Okay, so there's this guy, Kakugo, and he's got this sister-slash-brother named Harara. She's a sister-slash-brother? The case, assuming that. The case and all, everything on the internet says brother. We saw her naked, and her junk wasn't glowing. That <laughs> makes me think girl. <laughs> Save that for later. And they know super... Arctic fighting techniques that involve knocking the crap out of six-breasted bears. It's like, go fight the multi mammaried Yeah, and they're like people breasts, too. It's not like how a bear would really be. They're like scaly and gray. Yeah, why? And the bear has scales. And some sort of tumorescent tongue. Everything has a tumorescent tongue. Yeah. Let's just do the shot, because we're, we're already going off. Let's keep going with plot summary. Okay, so many years later, the w- Earth is a desolate wasteland, which it probably was in the beginning, but I guess in the Arctic you can't really tell, because the Arctic kind of would always suck. Yeah. So the only thing that has survived is high school. Yeah. That's the... It's not like the military... Well, you're skipping, Dave. Um, you're skipping. Well, they, what Dave forgot to mention is that his man sister, what's her name, Harara? Yeah, Harara. Harara kills their father, who had been training them in the uh, what zero? The, yeah, the zero, zero defense arts. defense system. Yeah, whatever. And uh, as a part of their training, they got super armor. And, and they had to sit in the negative 70 degree room and figure out how to put it on. And lay real gay across their <laughs> arm. <laughs> like, I, I guess, like, essentially you just had to, like, kiss the armor, you know, do yeah, a little foreplay, can... and then you got all up in it. Well, you don't, you can't just go straight in, Joel. you got to romance it. Yeah, they had to buy dinner at a nice no restaurant. Or, like, <laughs> you don't pick this one up on the corner a second and vibe. Tip the waiter handsomely, you know. Maybe spring Show you're a big man. Yeah. But yeah, so basically, that's it. That's that's the whole plot. And, well, it's kind of hard to describe the plot because it just ends in the middle. So there's like no real... so many others. We don't know where the climax is. It's just sort of this arc going straight into the ground it's because like it's so pernicious. These, these two episode OVAs that Japan makes that just end nowhere... There's got to be more reason to that than we ran out of money. Or this was never popular enough, so they refused to give us more money to animate the rest of the story. Like, there's got to be some sort of bizarre cult in Japan that makes these things just to mess with people. No. I'm going to suggest an alternative. I think the Japanese realized how crappy this was... And assassinated everyone involved before they can produce the final episode. (laughs) It was actually in the middle of production. (laughs) They're all just sitting there drawing 12 foot tall. They didn't didn't edit it out of the anime, you know. That's why the, you know, you see that like cell thing and there's like 
red stuff splattered all over everything because the animator got sliced up right in the middle. Because Japanese people don't assassinate with kit pistols. They still use the old school way. Just like the high school guards in the show, which are the seem to be the only thing that passes for a security force. Thank God we've got yeah. this bizarre amalgam of Kenshiro and the guy from the Giver. <laughs> Not even... But there's some other... It's also the weird androgyny of uh, Peter Chung. Hmm. Yeah, see, that's why you can't even tell if Hararaz a chick or not. Having breasts, not necessarily making you a girl. Yeah. But yeah, that is... Alright, so here's another piece of the plot we left out because we're not really good at this. So, Harara and her brother... What's his name? Katsugo? Yeah, Katsugo. Katsugo? They end up fighting after she kills her brother. Kakugo. Kakugo. They end up fighting. She thinks he's dead. But he's not. He escapes to the only institution capable of surviving a nuclear blast that devastated the entire world. Japanese high school? That's true. That's exactly what he escapes <laughs> to. It's protected by kids with swords who wear helmets. There are There is a principal and one teacher. Yeah, one teacher. I was going to break that up. Who's got pointy ears. <laughs> yeah, he's like a... He, I guess he got mutated by the blast. <laughs> I don't get it. How do these people survive? <laughs> they're in a devastated city there's center. No food, yeah, and there's no food. Somehow they've managed to grow trees on their property, but there's no trees around the high school. I don't it's see. like there's like a ring around the high school with trees, and then the actual high school grounds is just as barren as everything else. Which adds another wrinkle to the possible inspirations. Green Legend Run. There you go. Which, compared to this, is terrible, because that was actually a pretty good show. Yeah, Green Legend Run was uh, pretty reasonable, but then again, so was Kenshiro, or rather, Fist of North Star, and the Giver. But it's like, we'll take <laughs> all these things and steal their iconic imagery, and then just put them together and eat them, and then crap something out on the other side. Yeah, well, you knew, they, you know this show is going bad, bad places, even in the bear fight. Like, you're looking, and you're trying to figure out, do I count six Six scaly, weird breasts? I'm not even convinced that bears have six breasts. I'm sure they don't. They only have one cub at a time. Yeah, that's why I was going to say. <laughs> why would they need that? <laughs> but even beyond, you know, you know, you're, you got this sinking suspicion. You're like, well, I don't know. You know, it is a monster bear. Maybe it's just like some quirk of animation. Like, that's not really what it is. It's just really funny-looking ab muscles. Those are, yeah, those are like missile packs. <laughs> yeah, you would be shooting stuff off, like acid projectiles and... You're hoping against hope that maybe like, it's got acid blood. It's spraying acid everywhere. Maybe that's what those do too. <laughs> but then the exact next monster. It's just like a bizarre genetic defect, like how the female hyena has like a fake penis. That's what the bear has. But see, they just look like breasts, though. It's it's a cultural thing. I'll never think about hyenas the same way again. <laughs> Good. Because I lost that hope a long time ago. <laughs> but anyway... Yes. The next villain they face is like this 20-foot tall, obese, naked woman with enormous lips, no shirt, this weird leather Jolt, yeah, tell her how it is. It's, she's covered in leather straps that don't actually cover anything. Literally nothing. Not even her gooch. Well... Her vagina is covered in the most basic of senses, in that there is a strap 
in its general area. It basically with the only two spikes it. on her outfit coming out of it. It's like stay away, boys. Off limits. But yeah, but then the it's other- like when when a fat girl like in real life wears a shirt that says like too slutty. It's like a super warning sign <laughs> that says stay away from this girl. Yeah. But even though they have like that area somewhat covered, they still saw fit to Dude. animate pubic hair. This is my query. It's see now we all know well and good that the Japanese cannot animate pubic hair. I get. I think. I guess by now these restrictions have been lifted. I think something's happened in the past five or six years, but that's not really my you know area of interest. So I haven't went out of my way to check it out. But was there like some rule? in 1992 or whenever this was made that you're allowed to make pubic hair as long as it's a fat chick or what they refer to as a shellfish for some reason even though it's just a girl with missile breasts but not missile breasts like in uh, Mazinger Z where it's like (laughs) cool because it's metal and they're not actually meant to look like breasts Dave, you're getting ahead of yourself. I'm just confused. And well, you should be. Rightfully so. Well, I mean, uh, what's even worse, and this really says a lot about the show, is that this first fat, abhorrent, evil, what do they call them? Oh, uh, tactical demons. Yeah, tactical demon. What's a tactical demon? It's a demon that you send in for tactical situations. It's a a precise strike. It's not a strategic demon. It's a tactical demon. (laughs) But she is the most normal yeah. of villains. And it only gets worse. Shall we talk about giant guy who's got a flower for a tongue and then uses his, I don't know, penis on a string as a microphone? Which actually comes out, like, appears to... It's like a harpoon. Yeah. Like, he, like, shoots it out. <laughs> well, yeah. well, this is the other thing. All of the three remaining bad guys... Use their genitalia as a weapon. It's the most destructive force they have access to. Yeah. It's like nobody in the future has a laser. <laughs> Why would you need it? Because you can shoot your breasts at people. And what, what is that called? Oh, double breast bomb? I thought it was like something. Double breast blast? Or two tit something. No. It, it, was a little, it was a little more double boob. Whatever it was, it was incredibly derogatory. <laughs> it was just like, yeah, because the rest like, of the show wasn't. Well, yeah, to everyone. And the, the other thing to mention, well, let's go. Let's stick with that bad guy for a second. She's she looks incredibly hot, right? Supposedly. Oh, well, she's well, this a is nurse the one. Uniform. Yeah, she starts out as a normal person. She's like the right height and the right build, and she's wearing a nurse uniform, which isn't great, but it's sizably better than. An array of leather straps that don't actually cover anything. Sang into his wang. Yeah, the guy with the cod piece. (laughs) But yeah. So, nurse uniform, kind of okay by comparison. Not great, not great. But, you know, if you're drowning, you don't get mad because somebody threw you a life jacket instead of a rope. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but anyway. Our hopes were soon to be dashed when we found that our life jacket was made of paper mache. (laughs) <laughs> totally. I, no, it wasn't made of paper mache. 
It was made out of cement. Yeah, it was a And lead, it was like... aimed at us, and it was designed to hit us on the head, knock us unconscious, and drag us to the bottom. So, because the nurse lady devoured people with her vagina. Yeah, that, that was classy. I mean, I'm not going to say I didn't see it coming, but uh, I could never really comprehend... She had that it. whole Wicked City feel to her, like you were just waiting for her to turn into a spider, and the vagina would have teeth, and you're like... Wow, I wish this hadn't happened in the first five minutes of this anime. <laughs> yeah, right. I was all like, wow, I'm so glad he karate rolled back and shot at him with his giant revolver because that movie was awesome. Uh, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know you'd be all over his bone. Why are you fronting? Anyway, back to this lady. So she, normally she's a normal chick. Who somehow consumes people with her vagina. I guess by the fact that they're stupid and they stick their entire bodies into it or something. I don't know. <laughs> That's the only way I can really understand yeah, you know I guess mean. maybe she transformed at one point. But the first time you see this is because a guy stuck his whole forearm into her. And apparently he's never touched a woman. But if I get my whole forearm into something... I'm like, whoa. Yeah, I'm like, this thing is trying to eat me because it's a bear and it's <laughs> chomped down on my arm. But apparently that's exactly what this girl is. Because when she's rebuked uh, by the guy... Kakugo. Yeah, Kakugo. She transforms. And I'm assuming what was once her gooch transformed into a giant, like, clown face thing. And then her... And she's she's basically sitting on top of, like, a Fraggle Rock character. (laughs) Like, like sitting astride it. And its head is, like, her entire midsection. But her boobs, like, arch over it as some sort of really weird and bulbous antennae. Yeah. That shoot out at people. And then she gets... It's like, why Why can't you just spit acid? You got a giant mouth. Yeah. Which is perfectly appropriate for spitting acid. And what's more, spitting acid doesn't require you to be naked and disgusting. Well, it would in this show. In any other show, probably not. But Yeah. <laughs> but, like, I, I love it also the solution is that she is ground into, like, parts. Because you can't cut her up. And mm-hmm. apparently using evaporation on her... Makes her explode. Yeah, apparently in the post-apocalypse, evaporation is the most powerful force known to man. You evaporate something and it bursts into an yeah, atomic it explosion. It blows off like half a house. So don't leave glasses uncovered. And in fact, drink yeah. everything in the dark. <laughs> yeah, no direct sunlight. <laughs> Someone's drinking from a canteen. No! <laughs> A single bead of sweat. No one gets hot. Ever. I will give them credit, though. Uh, that last bad guy they fought did not use his genitalia for, like, at least half of the fight. Yeah, you actually believed for a second the, the saliva knives was going to be enough to take him yeah, out. that he was just going to do the whole spitting thing. And spitting's not that bad. Admittedly... He's wee willy, still kind of flopping about in the wind. It's kind of like bound and straight, and yeah. his like nuts are it's all like swollen into the got, side. Got a serious herpes infection. He's a little shy about it. Maybe covers it up, but like he still wants to be a free spirit and you know let everything dangle in the wind. It's like great. This show was totally making good pace with me, and then they brought out the ninety-year-old guy who's like ten feet tall with a dong to match. Not only is the dong able to match him, it turns into a dragon. Yeah, it's his, a monster. His testicles, like, 
shoot out rays yeah, or something. Yeah, I don't even know what they are. They're like giant metal balls. He like claps them together and the resounding sound. He's actually the rhythm section of the Tactical Demon Orchestra. <laughs> it's like clang, he's on the cymbals. It's seriously like this is the worst thing ever. What's even better is Kakugo's sister slash brother decides when the old man is losing the fight that she's going to take him over. And then it's like a whole new Denitaria monster. I thought at that point, no, she takes him over after he cuts off his wang. Yeah. So she doesn't, there's no genitalia left. Well, you get to see hers. Listen, Joel, are you, re- <laughs> are you really going to mince hairs with me? <laughs> it's true that she does get naked to uh, commune or whatever, zero takeover monster. Yeah. Which apparently zero is just like some code. Like the only defense force, like apparently the secret to this is just shouting zero and then some random Yeah, crap. then whatever you want to do. Zero impact! And they just punch someone through a wall. <laughs> zero, open this milk! <laughs> Oh, now I can't drink it. Now my cereal's all over the ceiling. <laughs> Why did I use the secret word? This is just like in Dune, where Dune the movie, not like the books or anything, yeah. where he teaches them the weirding way by just telling them how to say stuff. I'm like, you better hope none of your enemies catch <laughs> on in the middle of the fight. It's like, and then like shoots them right through a wall, and then they all like look at each other, and then they just shout, <laughs> yeah, you got Ein 55 guys <laughs> Oh. I wonder what was different with that gun and my gun. Was it the word he said? I'll just try it. Well, see, the thing is, the difference is that in cartoons, you have to be gifted from a young age or possibly by a cat from space <laughs> to be able to say things. I will say that no one else would have had the opportunity to make out with the uh, armor populated <laughs> by thousands of dead warriors. Yeah, it's like so. Good then deal. maybe the zero doesn't work right if you have my ultimate that. fighting power. Given that I've already used up the metal balls that absorb themselves <laughs> into my skin for no reason whatsoever, turning me into iron. But that only deflects fifty-six percent of the, the damage. damage. If my skin is iron, what kind of damage are you throwing down? <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> like apparently a hundred. Like if you can only deflect fifty-six percent of the damage. Slow a bullet down by 56% and you're still dead. Yeah. Why even reflect any damage at all? <laughs> Seriously, you might as well just... I don't even know what the advantage of being iron is. Yeah. And then you gotta be all awkward. Because, like, you know, you're making time with your lady glang, friend. Glang. And, like, you finally get her into the bedroom and she's taking your clothes off and you have, like, 12 iron balls stuck into your skin. It's like, what's that for? Well, in case I'm ever without my heavy-ass briefcase <laughs> with my Giver rip-off armor in it, that I take off normally, even though I've got some sort of magical transformation <laughs> sequence that does it automatically. It's like, why do you need to transform into iron when you have this armor? And if you, when he's iron, he doesn't have any powers. Yeah. His only power is to get hurt less. It's like, this is slightly less damaging, but still fatal. That's like, the, oh, thank God I turned into iron, so only 56% of my body was blown away in that blast. Well, I'm thinking about this in hell now, because I'm dead. God, There's no way honest. anybody from this anime made it to heaven. There's no way anyone even tangentially related with this anime. Anyone who ever watched it was like, <laughs> we're boned. <laughs> People's daughters. 
Cursed forever. Yeah, we're talking about whole family lines, like seven generations of seven generations. Well, I mean, like, and they're also sent to hell because the Japanese self-defense force and their ninja attack squad just eliminated any trace of this from the planet. Or anybody who knew about the last episode. And unfortunately, the production staff were prolific emailers, especially to their close relatives. (laughs) So now, the whole line, just gone. Well, that's what you get, Takahiro, for sending out, you know... That cute little cat that's hanging on the pole. <laughs> Hang, in Hang in there, baby. Oh, this really brightens up my work day. <laughs> What's that? I don't even get the... I would just punch the wall. If I was having a bad day and someone, like... I saw that kitten poster. It'd definitely be the office space mentality. Like, wasn't that poster in office space? Like, he looks at that... And then there's the... Oh, no, it was like... It was a different one. Like, somebody's got a case of the Mondays. Well, yeah, but I mean, it's basically on the slides. Like, would you ever... I don't even know. I don't even know what to say. It's like I knew what Apocalypse Zero was many years ago in the past. And I understood (laughs) that it was... It was about fat chicks. Gargantuan fat chicks eating people. Like, I could comprehend that. But I really couldn't comprehend the horror of what that entailed. It's like when you see a dead body on TV, like Law and & Order, and you're like, oh, that doesn't look so bad. But as soon as you're in the same room as one, you can smell that it, like, crap its pants after it got shot. And then you're, like, throwing up all over the place. And people are like, ah, oh, look at the rookie. And you're like, Jesus Christ, I haven't had chili in three weeks. <laughs> oh, that is that's, excellent. That's, excellent ranting. That's basically what Apocalypse Zero is. And I sit here and think about the fact that Daryl Surratt of Anime World Order is somewhere on the internet complaining that he had to talk about Andy guys when we're talking about a pun. By these standards, like, I used to think Andy guys was good when I was, like, 13. This I, is why. <laughs> because this is the other movie that they had in the video store. It really, I, rem- I, don't, I remember watching the first episode of this and not watching the rest. I think I rented the exact same video you did, and I was like, this has got to stop! It's like, it's the same thing that happened with uh, Ninja Resurrection on VHS. I was like, after the first episode, I was like, this this cannot happen. <laughs> it must end now. And thank God no. it did, because about what? Six, seven years later, I saw the, uh, the, sequel? the second episode, and it's like, great. Now there's a monkey ninja, and he's... First he kills like 15 ninjas with his tentacles, and you're like, oh great, tentacles. I wonder where this is going. Well, it did go where you think it was going. (laughs) And so did Apocalypse Zero. I'll never think about hyenas the same way again. (laughs) Good.